today's podcast is also inspired by the client who cursed you out on the phone the other day. <gasps> oh, now, this my is a God, client. I forgot. Lessons, lessons learned, learned from, from looking, looking at, at other, other businesses. businesses. Today we want to talk about something that might have a little, you know, touchy-feely concept that may not be received well, but I think it's important because in working on almost 300 SBA EIDL loans, we've seen some stuff. Just to set the tone, when Linda says touchy-feely, let's kind of put this in Star Trek perspective, which is how I like <laughs> to do things often. She's like Captain Kirk. You know, remember when the trouble with Tribbles, the way he was holding the Tribbles and looking at them rather adoringly? So she's Captain Kirk, all touchy-feely, and I'm Spock. That is not logical, Captain. I also was inspired when I was outside doing some yard work. I was thinking about some of the times that I get really annoyed with other business owners and how they either react or how they conduct their business with paperwork or not being organized. And I was like, you know, if it's so annoying to me, I wonder where I might be falling short in some of my processes. Uh, processes and how I approach. I don't know. You're pretty organized. I mean, apart from your failure to wipe down the kitchen counter frequently and often, <laughs> you're you're pretty well organized. And that's just my pet peeve. You know, I, I have a kind of different approach to it. It's not emotional, mostly. But I do, like you, Lynn, I often wonder when I look at some of our clients and their paperwork and their process, I'm like, how do they make money? Well, what, how, what kind of days do they go through with this complete sense of chaos with fundamental stuff? Like my CPA won't give me a letter that says she filed my tax return. And that's all I was asking for. Wait a minute. So you have this CPA that you're paying fees to for years and years. And this person won't give you a letter on her letterhead that she is your CPA and files your tax returns. And she's still your CPA. <laughs> See, things like that. Yeah. It's illogical to yeah. me, Captain Kirk. Yes. In looking at what we see with just paperwork alone or how things were addressed with the SBA, we know why their files were declined. Mismatched, inconsistent information, not well explained, whatever. We, we can see that. That's a fact. We, we compare that also with, with the files that I did the original applications, which have a completely different experience when the SBA gets a second look at them. Well, 100% approval ratio um, is nothing to sneeze at <laughs> and cannot be disputed. Well, that was last year. And then this year, many of those clients who've been contacted by the SBA, their, their files flew through the system. Right, for the increase. So that's right. when we really had a moment of truth and went, oh, yeah. right. I had this thought about owning my own deficiencies and I would, you know, I'm digging in the dirt because that's my therapy. And I, I want to reflect back when something is disturbing to me or I'm having a negative emotional reaction. What does that mean for me? And then I was inspired because I was listening to the Happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin and her sister, Elizabeth Kraft. Gretchen brought up the same I thing. Like that podcast. Yeah. Being annoyed about something. What does that mean for her? Because maybe she does the same thing. And that's it's called, wait for it, projection. As Which is not to mean movie projection in a movie theater. No, I mean Psych 101 kind I of concept. I love that you're concept. this concept, Lynn, because I've had a longstanding theory in my mortgage career, which still extends today to our little financing practice, which is the more that someone else exterior to your process is looking over your shoulder mm. and checking in with you to make sure you're doing your job, mm. like the greater the level of their scrutiny, scrutiny that's the word, mm -hmm. you can be darn sure that for an equal balance, 
of their responsibilities in this given transaction, yeah. they're not right. attending to it. And I learned this from real estate agents time and time again, calling me, what's going on with the file? Well, Trevor, did you do this? And Trevor, is that done? And is this done? At the moment of truth, when I needed something from them that they yeah. needed to attend to, Crickets. like something as simple as a mm -hmm. lead paint disclosure, which is required by federal law, which was supposed to be done at the initial contact when they made the offer, you could be darn sure it wasn't done. Mm. every single time. Well, even with the SBA process, we have clients that are relentless. What's going on with my file? Did you submit my file? Do you need anything else? What can we do? Or telling what me should be what done? strategies that oh. I should undertake oh. as their loan officer to get their file submitted. Probably nine out of 10 times, probably 10 out of 10 times. When we look at their file- It's 11 out of 10 to be sure. Yeah, it, they're missing documents. Oh no, their file's a mess. The file is an utter mess. It's a complete mess, multiple addresses. But so this is the disappointment because like how much time do we want to spend on lamenting about the deficiencies or inadequacies of someone who is interfering with our process and we know how to do our job. You're coming to us because your loan was declined and now you're going to try to tell us how to do it? No, I'm sorry. Well, I think also, you're interesting that you're saying you're inspired by your landscaping listening to Gretchen Elizabeth but I think also maybe today's podcast is also inspired by the client who cursed you out on the phone the other day <gasps> oh now this is a God, client I forgot who hired us because his request for an increase on his existing economic injury disaster loan was declined and I submitted his reconsideration request to the SBA and when I did my full break it down to granular level crazy psycho over the top underwriting of his file i discovered his his files a mess yeah. like he's got six different addresses let's yeah. just talk about that so here projection 101 that yeah. you're talking about because yeah. here's a perfect example of somebody projecting on us yes all right so he's terrified he's going to lose his business he really desperately needs the money and we understand that we're not dismissing and that it's a real challenge not reducing our sense of empathy yes. for for that aspect but here's the thing i spoke to him two weeks ago. I said, listen, your file is with the SBA. We have no control over the federal government. When they respond, we'll react. But until that point, there's nothing we can do. This week, he called, cursed out Linda Ray. Yesterday, I gave him a task to do, to call customer service at the SBA to update his file with our information as his authorized representative. And it has to come from the client that he has to call the SBA to tell them that we're not allowed to do that as per SBA guidelines. Well, they're asking him some identity verification questions, mm. which tend to be your social security number, last four digits, and or the EIN number for your business mm -hmm. and or the address for your business. Well, because his business has so many addresses, guess what happened when he called the SBA? He declined to a customer service person who would not allow him yeah. to ask any question about his file. She said, I cannot verify your identity yeah. because of the different dresses. His message to us, of course, the way he treated Linda on the phone the other day, he did the same thing with the SBA. He projected on the SBA yeah. agent. Meanwhile, she's just doing her job. Right. Projection. Well, this is the key moment too of the projection where he said, listen, Linda, my situation is unique and then begins to unfold the, the facts of his situation. And I said, listen, I, I don't know if this is going to come off as a little, you know, upsetting, but your situation is not unique. No. Somebody may say, you know, that's not how you should go about it. But at this point, this guy was already completely unhinged. 
Absolutely. So I heard the call. I mean, it's not like you said it with any kind of a tone. You were very professionally respectful. Well, I said, so your situation is not unique, so much so that just the other day we had a client who was approved. Uh, it took a little bit of negotiating with the loan rep, but we did do it. And he was the same with you about 2019 and some things going on with your income Basically of 2019. exactly the same but, So this is what he yeah. said. This is the projection piece. He goes, I don't give a about that guy. Linda, you're not listening to me. And I'm like, you're not listening okay, to me. This is not a Linda therapy session today, says <laughs> Simple Sense. Just to be clear. The, <laughs> the projection is as simple as someone actually saying the words of the thing that they're not doing when you're trying to talk you're them off the ledge. Yeah. You're talking about ownership. Yeah. So this is what Linda said earlier when she's doing the landscaping and she's thinking about it and she's like, well, when I'm projecting on someone else, but you see, here's the difference. What Linda is doing is she then does self-reflection yeah. to see what she's doing wrong, right. that maybe she's observing that behavior in someone else. And then she says, oh, wait a minute, let me look in the mirror for a minute. Yes. And this person, like so many folks out in the world, refuses. Yeah. Even after the phone call with the SBA agent, he didn't even put two and two together the way we could see the right. straight line. Look at your reaction to the SBA agent, buddy. It's all because you got seven different addresses for your business. There's some validity to the whole emotional intelligence, which to me is a vast, deep Well, that's a whole other concept. Podcast, I think. People are just so blindly walking around like without any situational awareness or any kind of understanding that their contribution is part of whatever challenges they could possibly be facing. And that's the one thing I've been trying to say since the beginning, even last year when the second stimulus package for the SBA, when that came about, it's like, listen, you have to control what you can control. You can't go on the hype and all the nonsense of stuff that isn't happening that has nothing to do with your file if you don't even know how to fill out your name properly. So this is a really good segue into the wealth and healthness segment of our Simple Sense for Small Business podcast today, which is an exercise that you can undertake right now that I just thought of in my head while Linda was talking about looking at other businesses and learning from their behaviors and learning to control what you can control. So how about you do this? Take a piece of paper and write down three things about some other business that you've recently observed that drive you crazy. And then see where you may be committing those same offenses in your own business or just how you react to certain situations. Don't react. You want to respond. Oh, I love that. Because you want to be able to have some semblance of order within your own psyche to not be so emotional. Wait a minute, you're Captain Kirk. I'm the I'm Mr. Spock. Well, I know. Don't steal my logical thunder. I think friend. it's always good to do some role reversal every <laughs> now and again. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Wait. Yeah, health and wellness. Well, wait. Control what you well, wealth, wealth and, and hellness. Yeah. I always get those two mixed up. Because if you are taking our suggestions where the objective of wealth and wellness is to improve your profitability and improve your pleasure mm -hmm. of working in your own business and reduce the wellness. If you can curb your emotions to see through your participation or contribution into a process in general, then you will be more effective and reduce drama and increase profitability. I was hoping for a D word. 
which brings us full circle beginning of our show which is this landscaping gal is linda ray and i'm the non-landscaping guy and my name is trevor i want to thank you all for tuning in to simple sense for small business please don't forget to subscribe to our channel to jiggle that google juice so that we can share with you the mistakes we've made so you don't have to have a great day see you next time live long and prosper <laughs> <laughs>